Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We were giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Six. Six. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The GNT. Clank. Hey everyone, welcome back. Um, let's just start the podcast off by saying that it's bloody hot. It's warm. I'm I'm wilting. I'm the, like a, a, a wilting flower. The heat. Here. The heat today, this week in the UK, is ridiculous. Look, I didn't sign up for this. No. All right. There was no sun on any of the brochures. There was no sun on any of the pamphlets for the UK. I was promised. I was promised Jude Law, <laughs> Hermione Granger, Harry Potter sightings, um, and platform nine and three quarters, and Marge Simpson with black hair guarding the palace. What do you call them? What do you call them? The royal guard. That's what I was promised. <laughs> On the brochures and, and on the travel agencies, there was nothing about this humidity, nothing about this heat. It's, uh, you were promised even consistent, temperate, bland weather. That's, that's it. not what you're getting at the moment. That's what I wanted. We're having a heat wave. Um, and like, in typical British style, we're complaining about it. And we'll complain when it starts raining at the weekend as well. Yeah. Saying that it's too wet. Yeah. yeah. That's what the we next do. podcast will start with... Oh my god, it has been raining it's torrential. for so long. I did not sign up for the... Oh. <laughs> Just it's... the same thing going on and on. But I have been living by the fan. You have. Because you know, aircon is not a thing here. The thing about Australia and New Zealand, everyone's like, but you're from New Zealand, like, and you're used to this weather. Mm. And I'm like, yes, but New Zealand and Australia, everywhere has aircon. Yeah. We don't the, really do that in the The UK. houses have aircon. The shops have aircon. The gyms have aircon. Okay, don't get me started on the gyms here. So first of all, your gyms have no aircon. <laughs> Second of all, what happens in a room when people start working out mm-hmm. and starting to sweat and giving off heat and, and breathing? What happens? It gets even more hot. And oh, you expect me to yeah. work out in there? I can't. I can't. <laughs> you just can't. The humidity just affects your hair, darling. It's, it, yeah. Yeah. In, the, in the building that I work in, classic NHS building, half the building has um, aircon, not the half that I work in. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Oh my gosh. Is, been... Isn't there health and safety? Um, to, you know, it's the NHS, darling. We get by. We get by. I mean... <laughs> there are um, little outdoor areas, at least. Well, look, I'm, I'm not going to complain about it, mm-hmm. but... Um, while we're talking, our our fan is off. So if I start to get agitated <laughs> at you, Tom, if I start to just snap at you for no reason, it's the heat. I will say, Bowler has stripped to his undies and he's looking particularly buff today. Get get the Instagram out. Get, put, put me on your story. Show, <laughs> show me off. Show the world. This is me podcasting um, just in my briefs. Absolutely. And in, in my, what do, what do they wear on... Your my Aussie Angel, your Andrew my Christians. Aussie, I was going to say Andrew Christian. Andrew Christian. Oh, well, I had Andrew Christians. Didn't I give them to you? Yeah. So I was now. given Andrew Christian. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was given Andrew Christians because I was dancing at the <laughs> God in London for Go the. On, reveal your past. Well, this is my past life, everyone. For my past life, I'm not that girl anymore. Okay. <laughs> she, she's not her. That is not me. But I was dancing at some um, adult, s- adult entertainment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, idol. 
yeah, as adult entertainment awards evening mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. London, and I was a a dancer for a an artist there. Yes, and so the artist needed to have um, to, he needed a pair of briefs, some mm-hmm. nice briefs, and uh, I had briefs on, and um, they couldn't get him briefs in time to wear for the actual performance. Huh. So then he asked, "Can I wear your briefs?" <laughs> so I performed without briefs. That evening. What did you use to conceal your modesty? Um, shorts. Oh. Just shorts. You could have had a little slip. Yeah. Ooh. Could have all just fallen hey. out. Well, you know, it was, it's an entertainment. Why did I mean, Michael, they, they Michael Jackson normal. enter the building? <laughs> it would have been normal if anything slopped out. I mean, come on, like, this is the one place. Oh, yeah, no to be one fair, would it, was, it was adult entertainment. Yeah, no one would be yeah. So then um, I, I lend him, being the kind Samaritan that I am. Yeah. I'm um, a good Kiwi. I'm, I'm all about helping my neighbours. I thought I'd, you know, some people share rice. Some people give a cup of cup of sugar. I gave my briefs <laughs> to a performer. And then um, afterwards, he said, thank you. And he gave me, like, a lot of packs of, like, by then they had, they had gotten a lot of these brand new Andrew Christians for the performer to wear. But it was too late. We just got off stage after dancing and singing. So then he just gave the bulk to me. And then I How said, thank you. But no, well, I wasn't really kind because, bitch, I ain't your size. He's just like, <laughs> I mean, I was, I mean, I'm an XL, L, right? And he's like a small medium and I couldn't fit it. So I had to give it to you. Also, for all he knew, you could have given him crabs. Except, well, uh, about, uh, <laughs> mm, uh, A no. visit from Sebastian. Yeah. But then, <laughs> can you believe that I did this? You know, looking at today with this whole COVID thing, like people didn't even want to share like space oh, no gosh people don't want to you know no one wants to share anything and then just to think of how oh, the boundaries how much used of to transgress <laughs> yes. oh goodness me i've come far guys you really really i have found myself i yeah. am living my truth i'm thriving not surviving yes <laughs> <laughs> can we not can let's, we not? let's let's thrive not survive how's your week been how's your week been I've just, you... what can i say apart from hot like it's just been the divining characteristic of the week yeah like been melting in an under undercooled nhs building if you're if, if you're working right now and you don't have aircon walk out if you are in a car right now and you have no aircon my prayers are with you. I was actually speaking to my secretary and she was talking about a family member of hers um, got sent home from work because it was too warm. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, in what world? In what world does that happen? In hers. And I want to live in it because um, <laughs> I could not work. I can't work in this heat. Can you imagine being a mother chasing your children around in this heat? I would let them run cr- cross the road. You'll learn when you get hit by a car that you won't do that again. Okay. <laughs> but right now, like if I was a mother or a father, I'd be sitting my ass drinking a cold rosé. Under the under the damn fan. Mums and dads listening, if there's ever an excuse to to drink while looking after your children, this is the excuse. Grab yourselves a a, a cold glass of rosé or Sauvignon Blanc. You know, I saw this. Um, what, what do you call it? Those you know, people have on the walls, and you've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, of your office, maybe at home. Yeah. I saw a um. Someone like live, breathe, dance. You know, this kind of inspiration. Oh, yeah. you know? Live, love, love. Uh, live, love, love. Yeah. I saw one that was totally you. And it said, I'm outdoorsy. I also drink outside. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is, oh my gosh, that, that's that is Tom's. That is cheeserama, but it does apply to me. Doesn't it? Yeah. And then yeah, there's yeah. another one that was like, home, where ho and me come together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are these? I need to get them. Anyway, guys. I think we just need to have a feature wall covered in them. Um, Before we carry on a gentle reminder who we are my name is bolo i am a performer um and i exist 
and yeah, I you do, um, and you're fabulous and I'm fabulous yeah um and the podcast is about me yes <laughs> I could you're the you're the lead Dr Tom tell me who you cast. are who are you uh, why are you here my name is Tom I'm a Caucasian male um and I am a psychiatrist that was an Arrested Development reference you didn't get that did you no no anyway um I'm a psychiatrist working in the NHS yes and we always say don't we we look at the we're super fans of RuPaul's Drag Race we look at the show through our respective lenses not here to judge or unduly analyze people yeah. but just like give our take on things like yeah, try and understand absolutely. what's going on yeah like, and also at the same time people. We, same time we like to judge and um scrutinize people there are very few that without judging or I, scrutinizing I, I think we okay? have a general we give lots spirit. but not enough and we go outside of the box, but we stay in it. Yeah, we're, so we're hot, but like much super us. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're over the top, but very quiet. We're extra, but a... we bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> and that's us. That's yeah. been in the GNC podcast. Um, welcome to all of our new listeners. Now, we'll tell you how, how it goes down, okay? We don't watch the show. What do we do? We sit our ass. When it comes out, we watch it. And as mm-hmm. we watch it, we pause and we podcast. So right now, in our amazing studio with no aircon... We have our <laughs> great big projector on. Oh, in yes. This, in this yes. lovely studio that mm-hmm, we have, you know, mm-hmm. 20 flights high. <laughs> you can probably see us, you know. We're aside. We're aside. Yes. And we watch it, we pause, we talk about what we see. Mm-hmm. We, we're like a live viewing. Yeah, a viewing, people have, have said uh, it's a bit like a viewing party, which yeah, you love. Yeah, and you're invited. Yeah. So, so that's how we do it. We like to have our own opinions and we get the podcast out as fast as we can because we don't want our... Raw, unfiltered, graceful, delicate. Yes. Mm-hmm. She had to go. She had to go. She had to go. So here we are. We're talking about All Star 6. We are now on mm-hmm. episode 6. Tom, before we get on, who are you rooting for? Um, we're rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. How? Who was that? <laughs> that was Tyra. Yeah, okay, cool. Just, not, just not Sanchez, your, just the other Tyra. Yeah, the other Tyra. Um, I I was, I think some of the girls that I have real soft spots for include, I'm, I'm loving Raja this season. Uh, I, I'm feeling for her. Um, I, I went into this and I still am. I've, I've, I've just got this soft spot for Pandora box ever since season two, just waiting for her to like have a moment and do something. Um, Scarlet, I really enjoyed Scarlet. I've always enjoyed Scarlet and I was really happy to see her on this cast, but who knows what the game within a game, within a game, within a riddle, within a mystery will bring. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think they're probably my, well, yeah, they're probably my faves. I think. Oh, Ginger as well. I'm a big Ginger Minge fan. Okay. Um, you've gone through nearly all of the cast. But, um, a third. third you know, of the I cast. ask you a question and I expect a name. But yeah, sure. <laughs> go through everyone. Well, if you didn't Past clearly outline the parameters at the beginning, then... You Who know. are you rooting for? Who are you rooting for? Who am I rooting for? I think I am loving Raja. Mm-hmm. I am. And I... I mean, like... I want to talk about Eureka because I'm kind of rooting for her. And it's... In my opinion, let's get back to last week quickly be, yeah. for a little while. Last week we had a ping table talk, didn't we? We and did. And Eureka's did. group won, hands down, there was no competition. We've had a little rewatch and, we, and yeah, they were easily we just the had most a, enjoyable. Exactly. We just had a rewatch now just to refresh our minds before we get into the next episode. And there's just some, something so natural about Eureka and the way she holds the conversations together. Mm-hmm. She goes, she makes sure that everyone's heard. She makes it very natural mm-hmm. as though you're eavesdropping on someone 
some 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 a group of girls very much having a very interesting conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. that you wish you were a part of, and it was natural, nothing forced, nothing scripted. There was it wasn't yeah. rehearsed, and that was all down. I feel to Eureka and her energy and the way that she kind of went off there, and the way she just kind of like bounced with her banter in mm-hmm. between them two. And I know that a lot of the stuff that she said was unscripted because their reactions were real laughing, not like when we, for example, when we get a ginger minge yeah. and Pandora box, there was every. Everything to me, it was a great. I loved it, but it was so rehearsed, and it was that. Yeah, it was like when um, she said that you go down. Eureka no no you're gentleman she's a painter that, that yeah, you, you went you, that, down, down like, more than the Titanic water, you, and she said yeah. well I'd love to be surrounded by seamen and she says ha innuendo and then gentleman goes out your window out the like for me that was funny but that was not off the cuff it was that wasn't off the cuff that, was, that did, was rehearsed yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I sensed it and I didn't and it was funny but it was rehearsed and it was it was, it was, fake. It was a, same with like Scarlett being a little bit performative as well was exactly it? and Jan um yeah very much so, so with Jan. that goes back to for me Eureka not only did their group won but Eureka should have won that challenge but uh, I don't given- think Ginger Minj was that great I think Eureka was good and because their group won that yeah. Eureka should have won now this is what I also think I think that they thought that they needed to give Ginger Minch a win in order for her to be a contender because mm-hmm. like we said before the people who end up winning the season usually win in the first one four of the episodes first. and we've kind of used a bit of leeway with this one because All Stars is a bit of a strange beast anyway and also Jada went home yeah, and she's got to win. The very first winner. So we thought, hmm, okay, so in the first five episodes, let's say. Yeah. So it feels like all of those girls are in with a chance. Feels like Eureka's not really going to get a look in as, as the winner of the season. And I, and I wonder if Eureka never was supposed to. I think Eureka is supposed to be in this car. This is mm-hmm. my theory. I think that Eureka is an actual filler queen. And I say, I say it in, respectfully in the sense that they know, well... Word of Wonder love Eureka. Mm-hmm, she they do. they tell her she's in that weird hair. She's in that one where you the the makeover. She was she's in the Christmas on, special. Yeah, two she was seasons. season nine, season ten, now All Star six. Mm-hmm. Like they put her in everything. They yeah. they want Eureka in all of these. Why? Because they know that she's got a mouth. Why? Because they know that she can entertain. Why? Yeah. Because they know she's got a great following. Who will turn up for her? She's actually she quite does. divisive as well, isn't she? I think she's got a fantastic following. A lot of people love her, but there are some people who. Can kind of like inverted commas love to hate her if you like but people turn up for her yeah, people turn do. up for Eureka yeah, yeah. and I think that she is a filler queen they're like okay we need they've, they've got their main queen who else can we have in the cast mm-hmm. that will still make it interesting and I really do feel like Eureka is that queen I don't think they're gonna let her win because she's already too much of a success story yeah. with WoW and with in and, and the Rue world she's literally there for ratings and there to to bring in more people and to be amazing because yeah. in my mind and in my eyes Eureka can really do no wrong with drag she's done so well this season there were plenty of opportunities to give her a win if they wanted to exactly so but that, they that, haven't it, it proves our point really because like when you think about girls who have been winners but won after the first four episodes or so Jinx aside she's a real anomaly well actually no I think Jinx I don't think she was supposed to be the winner of the season when you had queens like Detox Roxy and Alaska oh there. absolutely um, Jinx, Jinx was a Tyra Sanchez yeah, Jinx she came, came there and was just really good yeah. and then they thought well we, we we can go somewhere with her and then like, you have queens like Trixie winning All Stars 3 that's because Trixie underperformed 
for the first half of the season. I think she was always supposed to be in that top two and they were supposed to give her a certain kind of edit. And I think Snatch Game was supposed to be her turnaround episode, which is episode four, but she didn't pull that off. Um, so yeah, you know, I went and as statistics tell, statistics tell us that we already know who the winner is, and it's going to be either Raja, Trinity, Ginger, or Jane. I think Jane's going to go. This. Yeah, she's going soon. They're enjoying messing with Jan. I they think, really, really are. I think it's going to be between Ginger and Raja. Could well be Raja's the most consistent performer so far because she's the girl on the top who's never been in the bottom. She's never been in the bottom two or bottom You're three. right, because everyone else who has a win has been in the bottom. Trinity's yep. got one win, one bottom placement. Jan's got one win, but two bottom placements. And Ginger's got one win and one bottom. But we yeah. can argue that she she should never have been in that bottom that week. Remember, they, yeah. they just put everyone else there. Mm-hmm. So, But still, her record shows one win and one bottom. Pandora, I mean... She needs to do something. It's- but you know what? We know it's an acting challenge. I'm very, very excited because we did see in the trailer last week that it's an American Horror Story coven-themed acting challenge. I'm super-duper excited I think we've watched it twice or three times through. And also Apocalypse because it's kind of an extension of it, isn't it? Yeah. Coven I think and Apocalypse watched- are like one story. Yeah. I, th- I think it's... I mean, it's gay icon. It's it's, oh, it's gay culture. Jessica the Lang, coven. Sarah Paulson... Oh, they're just it's just such an amazing cast we'll get to it we'll get to it okay we'll get to it but um yeah this i mean <clears throat> pandora's good at comedy acting challenges so if she's gonna win one it it might be this week but then eureka ginger um trinity maybe no no, no back it up well trinity was great in the advert that's what she won this time she won the advert it was basically comedy acting yeah, but like you can't. No, just not next to the other queens. Not yet. She won it. If she does it again, then okay, cool. She's consistent. But this is there's no consistency here. Mm. So so no, Tom. Trinity takes us on a roller. I love the lip sync last week between Mayhem Miller with the Hammer Thong. With the Hammer Thong. I love that. I watched it again, and they said, "Look, we'll say goodbye to Scarlett, who have that." That lovely dress that was creatively um, sewn together with love letters yeah. from her grandparents. So Can you imagine a dress today made with love letters? Like the grinder. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Um, up to. <laughs> Top or bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Door com- open. Accom- a com- accommodating. A, a calm travel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking. Looking. <laughs> or, or just like, hey. Or just, or just, the, hey. or just nudes, hey. just nudes, hey. like no conversation. Yeah, yeah. Why aren't you replying? <laughs> Why aren't you replying to my message? Blocked and reported. Yeah, <laughs> you're one of the. And then you know what? Hey, hey. Yeah. The next day, hey. The yeah. next day, a whole monologue. Yeah. You know, you're one of the reasons why in the gay community, the blah 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 blah, <laughs> and it's toxic <laughs> and no 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 and no no no. All you have to do is block. Why you got to say your piece? Obviously, you owe everybody their time. Yeah. Um. So, should we crack on with the episode? Let's have a look. All right. So we're about seventeen minutes oh, in. Very precise. A an hour episode, aren't we? Just just uh-huh. giving you guys an idea on where we are and how much we've seen. Pretty much a so, third. Nearly a third. Almost there. Almost at the third. Now, we've seen the girls come in from the runway. The uh, well, from the elimination. Elimination. Yeah. We'll see about a Scarlet. Now, they're looking we at the have. lipsticks. And there is four lipsticks chosen for Jan mm-hmm. and four for Scarlet. 
indeed. What do you think would have happened uh, if RuPaul chose uh, Mayhem Miller to win? I mean, not like we... First of all, we know that RuPaul... Before the... I'm, I'm sorry to spoil it for everyone, <laughs> but RuPaul knows whose lipstick what? each of the queens have. <laughs> Mayhem must have had one in each boobie. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that would have had to be how it went down. But um, how, how do you think it would have gone down? Well, it could have been a double elimination. The thing <gasps> is, yes. the, the, the girls are talking about, oh, would it have been lip sync for your life and stuff? I just don't think the show would do that. I think, really, the producers know. And, the out, like, you know, let's face it, unless it's so decisive, the outcome of the lip sync is whatever production wants really yeah. whatever suits their purposes would they have wanted both jan and scarlett to go home no jan has a really good fan base and she's really good tv she's a very emotional yeah. being. and they she's haven't yet broke her down again you know they're she, like she's there but she hasn't yet jumped off the cliff well she so is we got her really close jan. so mm. we'll give her one more episode yeah well, well, absolutely should we do that? they know she's got a following she's super talented and she's an emotional being who makes good reality tv there's a point in the conversation that the girls are having regarding uh, they're talking about Jan and the fakery or fake Jan. Mm. It took me right back to season six of Laganja. And that Dela. ain't the voice that you talk when the cameras aren't on. Yeah, it was more reminiscent, like you say, of Laganja. But it really took me back to that that specific moment. This felt more respectful and probably more well received than poor Laganja, who was having a hard time of things. And Jan Jan was clearly gutted. We, we, we talked about it last week. Jan cares a lot what other people think about her. And she's absolutely mortified that um, half the room voted for her. I think she's taking it very personally. I think a little bit like Jara, she's a little bit of an outsider. And we talked about it last week as well, didn't we? Like, she doesn't really have allies from her season there. She doesn't fit into the big girls group. Well, or, the, you the, know. the thing about Jan is that Jan hasn't really had time to mix and mingle with the other Rue girls. Yeah. It's like when you usually finish a season, you're taken into the Rue club, the Rue girl club, and you meet everyone. And then, you're, you know, you're, it's like a country club, really. Yeah. Once you're on the show, <laughs> you become part of this group and you tour together, you do shows together. Together, you kick it together you know mm. you're on that level she hasn't had the chance to do it because season 12 happened yeah. at the same time as corona so she hasn't even toured yet so she's kind of still going in there but as you, an outsider because of that do you remember also though last week she was very very worried about marking herself as an outsider by voting against what the group consensus was when she had the chance to vote last week i wonder if this could be a hangover from that the group sense in various ways that she's an outsider. Well, you'll know all about hangovers, so I'll take your word for it, Tom. <laughs> How's your drink? I also know about being an outsider, but enough said about that. <laughs> an outdoorsy person. An outdoorsy we've, person. We've, uh, we've come up with that. Yes, Tom. No, but I, I I, think Jan is really worried about her position in this group at this point, and she takes this so personally, and she looks really super-duper upset, bless her. Because she hasn't yet mixed and mingled with the other Rue girls, hmm. do you think that she still feels that she's not yet been inducted completely she feels like the new girl in the room and she yeah. is the new girl in the room all these other girls in some way or other will have connected with somebody else in the room absolutely with touring and jobs absolutely. and stuff at some point going to somebody's city um, the other thing is about Jan is I don't think she understands the judges critiques either I, th I think you know, she kept on talking about kind of like, oh, the judges told me to bring back that funk, which I think she misunderstood anyway. And that's what I did. And that's why I won the last challenge. And the, she just doesn't understand, I think, the the nuance of like turning up the dial and turning down the dial, which Eureka has learned very, very well. But she didn't know that first time around. 
Mm. It's a learning experience, especially in a show like this in this pressure cooker environment. So poor Jan goes into the episode feeling very, very insecure. Um, I thought it was interesting that Ginger said she was quite close to choosing Kylie, but I don't think she ever would have tr- truly chosen Kylie because I think Kylie's gone in there as a little bit of an elder stateswoman, you know, and I think a lot of the other girls respect her. Okay. Do you know what I mean? For me, Ginger, um, there was no reason for you to say that. Can we agree? There was no reason for you to tell someone, well, you were you were close. I was going to choose you. Like, there was no benefit. It was a to, bit of a power move, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really was. It was, mm. I've won a challenge, and I also won 30000 and now I'm allowed to speak. And I've always said it this time, time and time again. Do you remember that season? Was it that Gigi Good? Season 11, 12? Gigi Good. Was it season 12? Season 12. Yep. Same thing. Yes, right. When Gigi started winning a lot, then she started giving herself permission oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. to start telling people, oh, this is why you're not doing good. Oh, mm-hmm. this is what the judges said. And this is, she, yeah. she gave herself permission to start talking. And I think Ginger's getting a little bit of that. There was no need for you to, to tell someone, especially in a game where, where it's personal things like that can come in, can actually bite you in the ass. Because you're the right. way actually, that things are. It's, look- it's counterproductive for her. Exactly. So to I was be- like, I was like, why are you, like why are you, why are you said that? Like, you're allowed to think it. Okay, mm-hmm. go, go home, go, you know, think that. But it serves you no purpose to say. And she was, she was quite patronizing. She says that you're the weakest link out of all the names. But because you had more passion and you, you basically mm. begged not to go, that's why I chose you. So it was pity. I don't see you as a threat. This, but I yeah. pitied you. And I'm going to give you another chance. There was no, I just felt like Ginger, like, what the hell are you doing, girl? I think you've hit the nail on the head in the notion that she doesn't really see as a threat because Kylie's a wonderful queen but she's not hit the heights yeah. this season um, she's been like safe high um, maybe a little bit favoured once or twice um, so I think don't, I don't think Ginger Caesar is a genuine threat I think if it was somebody like Raja or Trinity that she was talking to who's another like front runner I don't think she'd have been quite as uh, gauche yeah. as to, as to exactly. speak to her that way so I was just wondering what her MO was there so anyway let's move on to the next day uh, we got the maxi challenge and the maxi challenge is announced it's an overacting challenge they have to overact in this spooky mm-hmm. new miniseries Rumerican horror story I'm really really Coven looking forward girl. to this I know Coven girl put, put the that... bass in your or put the well, spookiness in your cauldron yeah yeah put that yeah we'll, we'll workshop this put the eye of newt in your cauldron <laughs> we'll workshop okay it doesn't really roll off the tongue it doesn't really work there so the, it's basically american horror story the rue and all the version. characters that they go through are um really based on the amazing actresses of american horror story um so we we love Coven, and we've not actually seen all the American horror stories, have we? But we have watched Coven and Apocalypse a couple of times because it's like you just—it's just so amazing how like the the female ensemble. Are there more? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> There's such a gay thing. Is there, is there others besides it, Coven and Apocalypse? We did watch Hotels of that Gaga in it, so another cliche. Because we there. needed to understand part of what happened. I'd already seen Murder House, okay, the first one, because mm-hmm. yeah, Apocalypse links with a bunch of the others, doesn't it? Yeah, um, but I think. Coven sticks out because Ryan Murphy in American Horror Story, I think, write they they write and showcase amazing actresses really well, um, and that one particularly focuses on like amazing powerful women, and I think that's why the gays connect with it as well. Cause who what who do we love more than an amazing powerful woman? I mean, and yeah. a camp and a camp magical storyline. I mean, let's let's just take it right back. 
my favorite characters in Tekken, Ling Xiaoyu, oh, yeah. Nina Williams, Lily, Asuka. Lily. Lily. We love Lily so much we named the cat after her. I mean, <laughs> and then we go to Street Fighter. Chung Lee's my girl. Cammy's Mo- my girl. Mortal Who's- Kombat, Katana, Melina, yeah. Jade, Soul Calibur, Ivy I played as all the time. There you go. Um, Sonya Blade. Ugh. Um, love these girls. It's just... Yeah, I mean, they're really, they're, he knew what he was doing when he brought out Coven. Let's, I mean, let's not <gasps> joke about imagine, imagine a fighting game based on Coven. That'd be so good. Um, hmm. 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 I'd, I'd play as Jessica Lang all the time. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, okay, sure. So, the they have a little chat about characters and stuff, and they are based on the actresses and archetypes from the show. Yeah. So, Eureka goes for Kathy Bates' character right away. They're giving us some sort of bearded lady sort of character, but she was um, Lala Ree. In Coven, she never beard, but maybe she was a bearded lady in Freak Show or something. I haven't seen Freak Show. Nor have I. But anyway, she, you know, she's uh, Eureka will do a great Kathy Bates type of character because Kathy Bates is one of those amazing actresses who embraces the absurd and the freakish and the ugly really well. Um, that I think Eureka will do exactly the same thing. You know, she got that kind of like divine energy almost. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so um, Akira goes for the voodoo doll. Um, which was based on um, uh, Gaburi Sadibi's character, isn't she, Queenie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so she seems to connect with that one. Who's the Gleek one that Jan is supposed to be? I just really thought they just... And this is what I think. There is no Gleek person. There isn't. They just edited that in. I, I, I guess I guess there's a song in here, and they thought there's Jan, and Jan can sing, so let's just throw that in. But I don't... Remember a Gleek person? Madison's not a Gleek. Zoe's not a Gleek. Misty's definitely not a Gleek. No, I don't. No, no. Um, Kylie fights Ginger for the Jessica Lang character. Let's see how that pans out. I think Ginger would have been a natural fit for it, but Kylie wants a chance to shine. Kylie's taking a real gamble because there's a spotlight on her this episode. Look, I didn't mind last week when they did rock, paper, scissors to see who gets a topic. Fine, a topic doesn't matter. But you do not rock, paper, scissors for something like a character. This is something that you you should be auditioning for. Like this in season is, 13. Yes, this is why I want to be Jessica Lang. And let's both read. They had yeah. the script in front of them. They both should have read and let everyone else decide. But you don't rock, paper, scissors for that. I mean, come on. I wouldn't have. No, they should have read. They've clearly not seen season. I would have 13, done so rock should... paper scissors, and if I lost, I would have been like, "No, nah, I, st- I still want to do it. No, let's audition." Yeah, <laughs> but if I won, I'd be totally. like, "Hey, I won fair and square." This but... is clearly filmed the same time as season thirteen, so they didn't see that audition thing that they did in that. So she's actually so we've got Gingerman's playing Emma, the very young fashionable diva. So that's Madison. It's isn't Madison. It? Um, now I'm looking forward to seeing Pandora as Francis Conroy's Myrtle Snow character. That could, who for some reason turns into Joan Crawford. I mean, we know the script's going to be absolute nonsense, but I reckon Pandora, this could be Pandora's chance to shine. Okay. This, if Pandora doesn't shine this week, then I don't have much hope for her for the rest of the season. Yeah. There's a two-headed sister, and that's from the circus one. It is, but they're, show. they're portraying Angela Bassett's um, Marie Laveau character, and Sarah Paulson is the Supreme so Sarah and Angela. Yeah, because they're naming them after the actresses. So it's Sarah okay. and Angela Bassett. Cool. But this is Trinity is going to be there. So it's Trinity and Raja playing these characters. The thing is, this is the second time in a acting challenge that Trinity has gone for a duplicate type character. Like in season six, her she was her and Bianca were both the um, 
Don't do it. Don't do it. You oh, lose yeah. it. You okay, lose yeah. it. She's she's what? She's a she's a queen with one eye. <laughs> she's a man with one eye. What was that character? The we the, are the, the pageant the, queens. The pageant queen. Yeah. So she was a pageant queen together with Bianca and that pa. And now she's doing a twin role where. Reminds me of the twin bots from the season three sci-fi acting challenge, Queens in Space. Remember Shangela and Alexis Mateo with the twin bots, but also in the opposite version, India Ferrer and Carmen Ferrella, Carmen Carrera were. Yeah. So it's like a twin bots thing, I think. That's it. Except, we ever, yeah. Look, we can't really look at the rehearsals. Let's judge the rehearsals. We just quickly mention, loved the Angela Bassett um, chat amazing, as well. isn't she? Amazing. Um, she- what a fantastic guy. I love her and what's love got to do with it. And she's a fantastic American horror story. I haven't seen it, but she's, she's amazing in Coven. These girls were living. I was going to say Coven Girl. Coven Girl. Coven Girl. We'll workshop that song. <laughs> Maybe at the end of this podcast, we'll have something more, you know, that rolls off the tongue. That mm. is, you know, something that's more. Who's a good rapper? Something more. Lil Kim. Something more taste and not uh, Karen from Finance. <laughs> oh, God. Let's have a look. Last Tina Burner. All right. Tom, let's combine the rehearsals with the actual thing. The actual we have thing. Just yeah. seen Rue American Horror Story Coven Girls. We did see that. Yeah. We did see it. And um, yeah, it happened. I mean,. They were there and it finished. You know what? I don't Usually, know what sometimes, sometimes we, we, we like to watch things once or twice over, mm-hmm. you know, because when we podcast, we want to make sure that we have a thorough understanding. Now, Tom, first thing he said after was, should we watch it again? And I was like, no. No. You put in a firm boundary. <laughs> no. I um, it's, it's already hot. I'm already pressed. Don't make me watch that again. Now, I mean, the, the writing has never been Oscar worthy, but this is particularly nonsensical. I mean... They're only making more and more money every season. So yeah. they can afford a, a budget. Have you seen Legendary? Legendary. Legendary. Legendary has been out. Like the, first, the first season of Legendary, the budget, just what it, they, the production value was. Amazing. Wow. And they're on what season now? Season 20-something. Uh-huh. And they still come up with this trash i mean this is no reflection on the girls it's the writing is it's, so we, nonsensical we are putting the writers in the bottom we are they should be eliminated uh, this yeah, week they should be eliminated the thing they're, is they're, they're not writers. writers they're not writers it's just, they don't pay writers on the show the production crew does this and it shows okay let's get into it now we'll go girl by girl with rue coven's story the i one. mean I've, we've already talked about it as a whole and as a whole it was it was classic rupaul's drag race nonsense acting. nonsense yeah have they ever had a really good one can you think of a season where the acting was the no, the no. storyline of the acting was great no not really nothing really, really not at all at least at least some of them is like supposed to not make sense like you know the kind of like drag queens in space one was supposed to be just completely bizarre but there was one but Season five was good only because of the acting. Yeah, because Jinx Monsoon and Alaska were. Yeah, Jinx Monsoon and Alaska carried like she carried really it did. so well that yeah. it was entertaining to watch. You know, <laughs> Hilda. Hilda. You think you're going to be so familiar? Yeah. Have you ever had one? I, what, do you know what it is? Yeah, they've just got they've got a bunch of gays on the staff here who fancy themselves as writers. And they just think they could write like the wittiest parodies ever of their favorite things, and this is the result. 
Okay, okay. Let, let's get into the girls. Let's appreciate. Let's appreciate the girls. The, the queens. Yeah. The queens here. Now, let's. I want to start off with uh, Ginger Minch. Ginger was really solid. Ginger was, yeah, solid in her character and the acting. So she was the Manson Montgomery type character. She was comfortable. She was comfortable and it wasn't awkward watching her. Considering she got her second choice character, she she performed really, really well. She needed very little direction, as we're led to believe. Yeah. Ginger's fine. She was actually really good, actually, in this. Do you know, was that with our favourites? It was Ginger. Can I also tell you who I really like, despite the rehearsals? I know who you're going to say. Jessica Lang. Yeah, Kylie was Kylie. great. So yeah, in, the, yeah. in the rehearsals, they made it look like Kylie was struggling to the point where Michelle Visage had to walk and actually do the script that she wanted Kylie to do. Mm. Can I just say Michelle Visage? No, 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 no. That acting was bad, girl. Like, Michelle. If you, if you got to stand, so if you got to say, okay, sit down and watch me do it. That's how mm. I want you to do it. You better be the best actress. Absolutely. You better be Angela Bassett herself. You better be Sarah Paulson. You better be Meryl Streep. But she went up there and she did like a below average performance. Oscar winner Jessica Lang, she is not. Let's put it that way. And I want to say that so the rehearsals made it sound and look like yeah, Kylie, Kylie was, was doing a bad job. She was actually probably one of my favorites. She really captured the character yeah, of Jessica Lang in the coven. She didn't, she was, I know that you're doing a drag show version, but she really carried i think I was kylie was kylie. i was impressed she had the faces she had the the body she had the most lines she was in the whole thing um jessica lang's got that like super duper distinctive kind of like hysterical intensity thing that she does who she's absolutely inimitable like is i don't know if there's anybody else who can quite do it like she does but she's just a fantastic actress so so perfectly suited to like camp and surreal things like this and Kylie, Kylie, to her credit, really, really captured a little bit of Jessica Lang's essence, much better than Michelle Visage did. She even had the makeup done very yeah. correct. Look, the, the styling, the makeup. She, I actually thought Kylie was good. Kylie was good. Kylie was good. And she, you know, she was holding her glass of brandy the entire time. She just had the slightly drunken sway and the Southern Belle thing going on. She was just very, very good. I enjoyed Kylie a lot. Who else did I think was good? I think Pandora. Pandora. Pandora yeah. was a safe good. Pandora was I really, preferred really good. her more as Joan Crawford, where she switched between the character of mm-hmm. being the X one yeah. straight into the oh hey guys, okay, okay. You know, I, I enjoyed thought that, that was as well. Comedic timing. It's actually she probably one of, one of the funniest bits of the whole thing. Yeah. It was really interesting when she was like being the character, whether it was Myrtle or or Joan Crawford. She was kind of praying it. I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like she was playing it to type a little bit or something. But she came into her own, like you say, when she stepped out of that character and did the hanger joke. And that was really, really good. And it was almost like she was like being Pandora for a minute. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Pandora's high as well. So for me, those were the... Tell you how else I enjoyed Trinity. I thought Trinity did a like a, yeah. a decent Angela Bassett. She did a yeah. safe Angela Bassett. But you yeah. know what? And it has to be said... In season six, when she had the acting challenge, you know, moving from car door to car door. Car door to car door. Car door, what? Car door to car door. Did the lipstick stay on? The thing is, she she does need to enunciate a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I I do think, A, it's because she's got flippers. I I believe she may have a flipper. Yeah, and and it's affecting her spirit. 
beach mm. a bit. But um, besides that, I did think that she was very... Not very. She was safely solid in her character. She did the regal Angela Bassett, Marie Laveau thing. You know, I mean, I, she was I safe. Her. I, I yeah. want to place her high. Now let's now let's go through the others. Who did you think struggled the most? Who struggled the most? Um, Eureka was a little bit big in her role. Yeah, that she, look, Tom, we all know she's a big girl. She's <laughs> no, an I elephant mean, queen. Was, I mean, <laughs> it was the criticism she got in the actual run through as well. Like, um, I don't know. There was just something a bit. Uh, I don't I don't quite know what the word is for it, but she. I just felt like she was overacting, I guess, a lot of the time, which I know is silly thing to say about a challenge like this. Cause I mean, this is an overacting silly. challenge, and I think that's where they're going to get Kylie up. They might say, yeah, it's overact. But no. I, think, I it, think Kylie's going to get good critiques this week. I hope she does, because mm. she did a really good job. The thing, the thing, there's two things. There's acting for TV, and then there's acting for stage, okay? Acting for TV, when your face and your everything about you is on a square screen, a square screen, mm-hmm. everything is magnified. The So expressions, you have to do a little bit and it blows up. Yes. It's, it's magnified. It magnifies the minuscule, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of acting that they do on, on screen. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're acting for theatre, you have to, you don't have, people can't see it. So the same way that some people, especially like Trixie Mattel, some yeah. people paint for the stage, you need to also act for the stage. Yeah, and I think that's the balance that some of these girls, it's a dance that these girls, some of the girls have or don't have. Eureka is big and it's overacting. And so I, she wasn't bad. I I did see times where I, I just saw Eureka, but I, I mean, like you can't fault her for that. The character was big. Can I just say as well, the camera work didn't help anybody as well. They were trying to do like weird angles and camera effects. Like, obviously, American Horror Story does a lot of that because it's, it's spooky, surreal stuff, but mm. did not work as highly distracting in this situation. Okay. Um, I think Raja was overshadowed by Trinity, and we know that she needed a lot of direction in terms of her tone and stuff. And, you know, did I get strong Sarah Paulson vibes? Not necessarily. Sarah Paulson's like such a distinctive actress. I think she's actually probably quite hard to imitate. Um, and I don't think Raja kind of knew what she was going for. Yeah, I think Raja was lost. Yeah, she was a bit. Uh, I think the Raja was lost. I also want to say who I felt was particularly bad was you, um, Akira. Akira was just, Akira. she played it so small. But you know what? No, the- she, she, um, she was. She, she she does what I call like Sunday school acting, mm. where sometimes she feels that every word needs a action. Okay, yeah, and yeah. every every <laughs> word needs is like oh. like if, if if you say I'm going to the shop, she's like I'm going to the shop. Like and <laughs> Just for the viewers oh, at home, that, that was doing lots of gesticulation. Like yeah. she needs to find the balance in being conversational and and finding that realism yeah. and making it. Uh, acting so it's not like some things don't need to be like always with the head swivel oh but mm. that was pitchy oh but you are bitchy oh but i don't (laughs) think that was great like something you don't need it like sometimes like oh you mean pitchy like you just need to say it it doesn't have to have like an accent everything doesn't need uh like bobble your head and finger waving and then mm-hmm. like there's a need there I, I do get where you're coming from i thought she was also weirdly low energy but to her to, in her defense i thought she was kind of like over directed like I'm, I'm not being funny yet but like what 
credentials do Ross Michel Visage have as director? Ross, so his name's first name's Hilarious. Okay, Hilarious. Name Ross, Ross last name Matthews. <laughs> That's his name. Yeah, his name's like, Hilarious they, Ross Matthews. They were telling you like, go smaller, go bigger, go smaller, go bigger. Smaller, good bigger. Yeah. No. Okay. This Go is in, like, but stay on the yeah. outside. This, this is your last take. Less, okay. but more. They did a lot of that this time as well. It's like this is your last take. Don't let that rattle you. But this is your last take. This is, in fact, probably your last moment on the show. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm talking to Rue after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some tick ticks waiting, and. uh <laughs> I'm going to discuss this for a moment. You Who's right over there having a facial? I'm going to go whisper in her ear. <laughs> I'm FaceTiming right now <laughs> as we speak. Uh, Akira was, uh, yeah, I think she's definitely, there's no way she Akira. can escape the bottom here. I uh, look at Jan. I think Jan was safe. Jan was Jan. Jan was this Jan. Was always written for, it only just clicked for me as we were watching it. They've, given, they've shoved Rachel Barry in here for Jan because that's another Ryan Murphy production. That's it. That's the only reason. Yeah. Because um, they could. Jan was Jan was fine. Jan did what Jan needed to do in the situation. I don't think she should be low. Yeah. I think that's everyone. I'm not saying here. I super duper enjoyed. It's the writing though. It's the writing that I didn't enjoy. But they're all equally given bad crap scripts. Yeah. So it, it really does depend on the Queen's in the interpretation and the way that they act. If I was to choose a winner from the circle, this coven girls here, the winner this week would be between Ginger and Kylie. I think that's fair enough. I did enjoy Pandora a lot, but I don't think she was quite as consistent. There was no, yeah, it wasn't. As, as Kylie She and found Ginger. her groove later on. She did, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, with, with Trinity and Jana safe. Absolutely, yeah, Trinity safe. Jan's safe. Eureka should be safe too. I think the bottoms is Akiria and um, Akiria and Raja. Which would be a recipe for poor Akiria sashaying away because Raja's been yeah. so strong and so safe so far. It's more of a misstep and this would be like Akiria's third time in the bottom, I think. Hmm. Should we see if the runway can maybe sway? Should we see if it's I mean, it's very anything? rare that it ever does, but, you know, we might as well. Yes. We might as well have a look. And Tom, being the fashion queen that you are, I want to give you credit. Um, your numbers are rising on the Instagram, Tom. Well, it's because you're She's sharing, going viral. Because you're, um, you're, you're, you're... She's going viral. If you haven't yet followed us on Instagram, please do. It's Spilling the GNT Podcast. Mm-hmm. And we also have a Twitter. Thank you so much to our listener who pointed out that I was actually putting the wrong Twitter handle on. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah. you why. I was just being lazy. Okay? Okay, I'm human. <laughs> I'm sorry. I make mistakes, all right? But I have fixed it and I will fix it moving forward. So follow us on. If you can't find our handle, just look you... for us on just search Spilling the Gene Podcast. All people are human, but you are. Okay. Was that it, Tom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So profound. <laughs> uh, let's have a look at the runway. Dr. Tom, what is the category this week? It's Oh My Goth. Goth, yeah. Is it a is it a read to Sarah Paulson? Real <laughs> <laughs> jokes about she herself is that a having a lisp. Doesn't she, she does. Well, you you thought she had one the other week, didn't you? When you heard wow. what was it? Can't remember specifically. It was something but... about fabric or patterns. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't make out what she was saying. I thought it was oh. something else. The first queen to saunter down the runway is our Ginger Mint. What do you think of the look? So Ginger Mint is basically giving me sort of like Baby Jane becomes a goth lolly. Like, Baby Jane moves to Japan and becomes a gothic Lolita. 
You know what? When I when I saw this look, it took me back to when I was in um, Harajuku. Yeah. <laughs> God, look at me. I know, right. <laughs> because so well she's traveled. A, yeah, I'm, so you know, I'm cultured. So cultured. <laughs> because yeah, that's that's what I do. I travel. Yeah. When I was but when I was in Harajuku, it was the first time I was um I, I saw the 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 fashion the gorgeous gothic elite exactly yeah. and I was just like oh I I went up to I went up to, up to so many of them asking for photos and some of them were like, like no and then um, <laughs> one of the people I was with were like you 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 know some people don't like that this is just people living their life leave them alone I thought that they wanted because you know you're dressing up like this you know how you, when you're walking around and you see people in costumes mm-hmm. and you can get photos with them. I was like, oh, this is what they do it for. And then I found out later, this is fashion. Well, it's fashion. It's just me boasting fashion. about how well traveled I am as well. But when I went to Paris. Oh, oh, okay. We're hang, playing that game. We're playing that game. Okay. Um, hanging around by the Art de Triomphe for no discernible reason. <laughs> they they name dropping too. There was a bunch of goth lollies just for like no discernible reason, just hanging out. Oh my god! Like, they they did seem to want people to take photos of them. Though. I mean, like I don't also, know. If it's, I don't know if we've got any French listeners, but if, if anybody can tell me, is it a thing for goth lollies to hang around at the Arc de Triomphe? Please let us know. Well, you know, when I was walking in Vegas, yeah, yeah, oh like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> walking in Vegas yeah. after um, a performance show that I was doing there, Tom. Oh yeah, um, yeah. With, with I think uh, my second time in Vegas that I was walking with um, Bill and Dance Troupe, so Royal Family. As I was as I was doing that, so <laughs> we could play this all day, Tom. I'm I'm running out. So uh, okay. we'll just we'll stop it there. You've literally mentioned the two places. Yeah, been. two places and that's it. And New Zealand and home. <laughs> and uh, that's how yeah. cultured I am. Let's move on to Eureka. So Eureka. Oh, you don't want to hear what? I, okay, cool. What What have you got? To I add? have no voice here. What have okay, you got to no, add? no, no, no. Um, I'm not the Instagram. Uh, you you do that. I'm just, not fashion. Your like, fashion. I felt like we dwelt on ginger enough. No, 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 no. We'll move on. Next up is Eureka. <laughs> so Eureka's giving me Bride of Frankenstein, but like in, in a porn film. You know, because she's got this kind of like corseted negligee going on and this kind of like tall sheer gown over it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like sexy Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. So I, I won't I won't speak. Do you have anything else to add? No, no. Tom. Oh, what a surprise. No, um, thank okay. you for asking, though. Yeah, thank well, you for asking. So Sorry, why, why do, do you like the look? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. I like and the look. Another example of Eureka just really knowing her shape. And, you know, putting a fun little sexy twist on it. Like, uh, I love the Marge Simpson, Bride of Frankenstein hair. We've seen when Eureka undresses all that she has to do that to girl create works. that shape. She must be uncomfortable, bless her. But, and she, but she does that. And there's some queens like Silky, let's talk about Silky, mm-hmm. who, who can actually take a, a lesson from Eureka. And I thought that while mm. Eureka was there, you should have asked because Eureka knows how to shape her body. I think I think Silky's working on it. It's a work in progress. She's definitely better than she was. Yeah, well, yeah. she's got two asses to pad. <laughs> That's not me. That was Ginger. That's Ginger's read. Gingerman's read there. She goes. She was. She was in such a hurry. She put her ass on backwards. I love that read. I think it's great. Okay, talk to me about Trinity. Do you know what? I'll go first. When I saw Trinity, the first thing that came to my mind was Doctor Clara Mandrake <laughs> from The Crows Have Eyes, The Crowning, The Crowning, The Crowning, Moira Rose. I just felt like this is such a Crowning premiere look, and yes. I would love to see Moira Rose in it. Oh, absolutely! Uh, what it reminded me of was her um, her promo look. Actually, it's exactly the same silhouette. It's a big, tall, asymmetric, corseted gown but it's in black so it gives me those kind of like Jean-Baptiste Valley uh, vibes I mean 
do you think she's a resourceful queen? She just after she read, she, just, she, she used the red. She just dyed it she black and then took it back to the hotel runway. room. Got a bunch of black dye. Yeah, and just dunked it. Just, yeah, kept it overnight. Dried it. Bob's your uncle. I mean, drag is expensive. Drag's expensive. Yeah. And you got to be resourceful. A resourceful queen. Good for I, her. I like this look a lot. So I'm gonna I'm giving a definite two. Absolutely. I, I'm a sucker for you know, yards and yards of tool, and I, I'm I'm yours forever, frankly. So this is beautiful. Talk to me about Raja. So Raja, I mean, she she got Naomi vibes, hasn't she? She's Naomi walking the catwalk for Gucci. Um, that's all I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the most complex or high concept look? Probably not, but she looks really, really pretty. She's in a corset and pants, and for a drag queen to come out in pants is quite a statement. Um, so really pretty, um, gorgeous, in fact. Not super elevated. Let's be reminded that um, Raja put up a post a couple of weeks ago yes. saying that she made a she made all of her costumes except for one. Yeah, I'm um, spending under two grand for it. So, Amazing, a- another resourceful queen. But yeah, when you're when she when I see her standing here in the lineup, it is the not the best outfit. When all of these queens have yeah. come up with such extravagance. Do you know what's a bit of a go-to for Raja? But it's cute. And I like it, actually. Is She likes um, doing these kind of like horns at the front of her corset. She's done it a few times. It's okay. a bit of a statement look for her, I think. Yeah. It's a cute look, but it's not... It doesn't stand up mm-hmm. next to these other queens. Yeah. So, because of that, it's mm-hmm. a... It's a meh from yeah. me. It's a meh from me, Tom. It's a bit, li- little bit, yeah. And when you're standing so between Trinity and Akira... Hmm. Talk to me about Akira's look. Akira is kind of like, she's kind of giving me kind of like the Virgin Mary turns to the dark side, you know. She's got this um, corseted affair with this crucifix headpiece that's giving me a little bit kind of La Croix or Gautier, but yeah. like all dyed black. Oh my God, I was thinking Gautier and yeah. La Croix as well, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think she looks really gorgeous, dark and expensive. Another, another gorgeous black queen with a lovely headpiece. I mean, you put up mm. a post of Monet Exchange wearing another extravagant headpiece. Yeah. And the, those looks are quite similar playing on religion, yeah. but make giving it a goth take. She almost gave it like a black mask kind of yeah. thing, didn't she? Are you proud? Like, I'm really proud of what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Paula, they just, they just came out. Well, that was a whole thing. That was a uh, yes and. That was my improv. I'm an actor. Amazing. She ex, guys. I think you need to take over the instant. I love this look, Akira. It was a whole theme for the Met Gala one year, wasn't it? The Catholicism, the Heavenly Bodies one, which is where that Rihanna look came from that Monet copied. Not copied, it was inspired by. Um, Because, yeah, it it runs through... Because when you think of, like, you know, so much fashion comes out of Italy, Spain, France, and, like, Catholicism just seeps through those cultures. It's just natural for it. It's a yes from me, and it sounds like it's a yes from you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, let's look at Jan. So Jan's, uh, when you think about it, Jan's already done a similar sort of look because there was a gothic bride runway on season 12. Yes, and she came in that black wedding gown Those... with the roses, with the the um, the smoke coming out and of... And the sign on the back, I and... don't. Yes, which it... was a... So the, the sign felt like a reference to Abhora and the smoking... Um, Bouquet felt like a reference to Disaster- the amazing Disasterina. Disasterina. From now, this both is one, from Dracula. There's one thing I didn't like, and I think we, we talked about it in the season. We, mm-hmm. we covered season 12, didn't we? Did, we? we did, we did. The thing about Jan and her season that yeah. year 
is that she was actually she took a lot of inspiration and it was too much of a coincidence for it not and she's to actually be called out by yes. um loris for copying her um sort of spooky scarecrow burlap bag she took a lot of inspiration from the dragula girls for her looks Mm. and it was too eerily similar to i mean she definitely took inspiration from it yeah Mm -hmm. but she never gave reference to those looks or those queens and that's one thing that really annoyed me with jan in season 12 is that she was obviously inspired by those looks and she made a version of but it was it was definitely inspired from and these are two three girls from dragula the looks that she took from them it was a little bit too much of a coincidence it was too much of a coincidence but she never gave the reverence she never gave the respect to the bye bye saying hey these are the girls that inspired me for this look Mm -hmm. she wanted to claim it for herself is that i came up with it on my own and i thought I didn't like that about her. And it would have season. been so easy to put on her Instagram, kind exactly. of like, "This is my twist on a theme," because I was so inspired by Loris Disasterina. Yeah, or, uh, exactly. But yeah. she wanted to almost be like, "This is all me. Mm. I, I came up with. This. I'm so creative. I, I came up with this on my own." Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but this look today, I love. On so Jen, get, she's like uh, Anton Lavey's bride crossed with Aaliyah in Queen of the Damned. It's mm. a great look. This kind of like transparent tool yeah. kind of affair and the kind of like jeweled air and stuff. I love it's it. Great. It's, it's great. It's great. It's good. It's a yes. I really love Kylie's look. So Kylie, what again, well, stop relying on that body. But when it's that body, go ahead, Kylie. Um the bodysuit's very Mugler to me. And the hair reminds me of Mel B from the Spice Girls. Exactly. With the, with the kind of yes. horns. The hair horns. Um very sexy, very dark, very, very gothic. Now I know from keeping up with her Instagram that nearly... Well, I think all of her looks so far have been made by a fashion house called B. Color, who do quite a lot of looks for the queens. I wouldn't be surprised if this was them as well. They do a lot of, like, sexy skin-tight looks. I mean, it's, it's like she's a spider web. Yes. Very, a cool, jazzy Very kiss spider of the spider web. woman. And I, I just love it. And that body. And that body. Body. I mean, yeah. I love it. I love it. Let's get on to the last look, which is Pandora. So Pandy Bear looks kind of like Queen Elizabeth in mourning if she was played by Kathy Griffin. Okay. That's I'm gay. It's, it's very like Victoriana um, uh, funeral mourning wear. All right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I would agree with you. Tom, out of all of these looks, which is your favorite and least favorite? And does that affect who your tops and bottoms are? I think some of my favourites are Sonique, Jan, um, Trinity, Super Pretty, Akira. A lot of really good looks, I think, this week. Uh, maybe this clinches it for Sonique, perhaps, in terms of victory. I would love Kylie to get a win this yeah. week. I would love it. I mean, this look is... I mean, she stands out in a good way. Yes. Stands out in a good way. My favourite looks on the stage is Trinity K. Bonet... Mm-hmm. And Kylie, mm-hmm. and I love Jan's look too. And Akira's gorge. Yeah, yeah. So the winner this week for me should be Kylie. The tops are going to be Kylie and Ginger. The bottoms this week is going to be definitely Raja and maybe Akira. I think so. I, I you know, 
we're going to go on. We, we always say, don't we? We fa- we personally favour the challenge over their own way. Their yeah. own way is kind of like a tiebreaker, if you like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. because the the maxi challenge, the challenge is what they do themselves mm-hmm. on the day, given the same time as everyone else. It's it's a, it's a it's a plain field, mm-hmm. and it depends on what they do with that challenge whereas the runway it is they have some involvement of it but a lot of the times the outfits are made for them mm-hmm. so more yeah you're other, right it's not always the, their skill yeah so mm-hmm. the impact for me is uh, goes to the maxi challenge yeah unless you're Roger O'Hara which you're making yourself nearly every yeah, time yeah cool shall we shall we have a look I'd love to all right, looks huge! Congratulations! I'm just gonna spell it out. The winner this week, and deservedly, is Kylie, Kylie Zinni. There was no other option. I am so happy they did that because the rehearsals made it look like. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a misdirect. It was a clear misdirect. Oh, as they if they've it, ever done that before. They they made us. They made me think that they're gonna send Kylie home. But after seeing their performance, I was like, "There's no way they can." Uh-huh. And I announced. Here, live. You that, heard it here um, first, guys. She is the winner. She did a win, so congratulations. And as we predicted, the bottom two was Akira and Raja. It was. The placements this week, I think, are correct. Are they correct for you? Um, yeah, I think... Yeah, basically, basically. They put Jan high when we put her safe. They put Pandora safe when we would have put her high. And Trinity was also safe when yeah. we liked her, actually. But cool. there we go. It was roughly, roughly correct. They, so, they were correct this week. Do you know what that means? It means that we finally get to see <gasps> a lip sync from Kylie Sinek. And we know that she can do it. I've been waiting for this moment. We have you, do you know what I, I really enjoy now? As I think All Stars 6, mm-hmm. it's anyone's game. I mean, we, really we, we can't look at statistics anymore. We can't look at the everyone has won from the first four episodes. And that's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can do whatever we like with the algorithm, with the statistics, with the numbers. But with this season, not only in the beginning did we wonder who was we don't we don't know who it was made for because typically yeah. a season is made for a girl, an all star season is made for a redemption from a girl. We didn't know who it was made for this season, and going into episode six, we still don't know because we got one win from Raja, yeah. one win from Trinity, yeah. one win from Jan, yeah. one win from Ginger, and one win from Kylie, and also one win from Yara. Yeah. So it's Who, you know, We don't know if Yara could return. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm like, wow, it's it's, it's very even I, spread. I, I say in inverted commas, it's, it seems like a fair season, but mm. you know, it just appears for me. I'm I'm excited by that. Are you? It is. I mean, it's anybody's game. At this point, statistics have gone out the window. Yeah. Yes. This is unheard of. It is unprecedented. This is, for the first time, in, for the first time in, in drag, drag race race history, history, we've got uh, something <laughs> new. Let's it's, very, the, it's an unusually even spread. Now, we're yeah. going to look at the lip sync. Now, the lip sync was between Kylie and our lip sync assassin this week is Manila Luzon. And Not yeah. somebody who I like, think of as a lip sync assassin, but she's, you know, I, I, we all remember the iconic. She uh, had one great lip sync. MacArthur Park. Yeah. She, oh, you know, she was pretty lip-sync. fab on all stuff. As uh, four, wasn't she? Yeah, I did see her as an assassin, but she was this week's assassin. Yeah. Now I want to talk about the the lip sync between them two. It was for the better part lackluster. It really was, and it wasn't until we saw a backflip into the splits that things start to get better. However, take that out of the picture. Mm-hmm. It was a lackluster uh, performance from I've- both of them. 
and and my okay. opinion. I felt like it was geared towards Kylie. I think this is her gig. You know, Christina. We always say she references those early noughties divas, Britney, Christina, um, Mandy Moore, um, and uh, she she's a sexy girl with hair flips and and, yeah. and flips hey, and stuff. And look, take it this way: Kylie is not a good lip syncer. She's a good performer. Uh-huh. Now we didn't see the spark in the lip sync until she started performing and that is when she started backflipping and splitting and then doing that but when you look at the the lip syncing part of it she's not the best lip syncer i agree and we I always agree. knew that i yeah. mean when we go back to two of hearts when she lip synced against morgan mcmichaels she was an amazing gymnast backflip backflip splits all of this stuff mm-hmm. but it's, it was to hide from the fact that she's not the best lip syncer morgan in contrast is an excellent lip yes. syncer and did put in a classic lip sync performance yeah. as opposed to. I mean, Kelly's. I'm happy. I'm so happy that we got to see a a legend. Uh, she still a, got it. An I icon. mean, how flexible and, right. and, and acrobatic. I is saw she? like a, a a nice X. I saw the splits. I saw the mm. box splits. I saw a backflip. I saw handstands. Good, I saw. But that's where she shines. Kylie shines mm. on the performative element and not necessarily the lip sync slash that part of it. I feel like there's no connection. Her signature move is backflip into splits. Yeah. And then she does sexy yeah. faces. That's, and poses. that's how she signs it. Meet and greets Tom. <laughs> that's she how goes, she yeah, goes to pa- the po- she goes yeah. to the post office. That's how she signs. She goes, I'll just put it on uh, yeah, put it behind for, me on the floor. Okay, I'm going to do a backflip into a split and mm-hmm. sign it on the ground. She goes that's her the, signature move. Uh, and bank, her signature the post office anytime she needs to sign something. That's what she does. Tom, who won the lip sync? Oh Kylie. Kylie won. Yeah. Um, Manila was completely overshadowed really. Absolutely. Fun and effervescent though she is. I know that I said that it was a lackluster. I mean, if you take away the backflip, it was a lackluster. But the thing, the fact of the matter is, the backflip there was there. Flips there. Yeah, the fact Bolo, of the matter you is, Bolo, there are backflips. You can't, you yeah. can't erase it. She did a backflip. She right. did a split. So yes, I do add that onto the whole performance. Things the performance as a whole. So I do award Kylie the win. <laughs> so did RuPaul. I mean, yeah, it's one mind. It's one mind. Cool. So she's got a win. Congratulations, and it was deserved. And who went home? Whose lipstick did she have? It was a curia, and to be fair... Like, We're not surprised. We saw it in the kind of, like, you know, mini untucked bit. We've not seen the full untucked yet, but um, the writing was on the wall for Akiria. It was definitely but Chamber of Secrets. The was. writing was on the wall. She was up against... It was It was sad to see Raja and Akiria as sisters against each other, and as Raja pointed out, they have been there before. It was Akiria who mm, sent, sent her Raja home, home in her season. Time. Um, but you know, this time the power was not in their hands. All they could do was plead their cases, and it's it's you know basic maths. Raja, this is the first time in the bottom, and she has a win. Akira's been in the win in the bottom three times. She doesn't have a win. Yeah. Fabulous queen though she is, the spark wasn't there for Akira this season. Couldn't quite tell you why. And maybe she just felt a little bit overpowered in this All Stars situation. You know what? There's just something beautiful about seeing the rawness Mm. of a performer, the honesty, the genuineness of of, of a person... Was that's what we see in the original season when they yeah. come back? It's not there anymore. Mm. They've done the gig. There is a performative element. There is an agenda, and they yeah. never. A lot of the time, some of the girls, the queens, don't return the same. They return trying to be something else. Now that they know how it works, mm-hmm. but we don't capture that first and that that 
that natural innocence that you know that something about yeah the, the naivety first time. is gone isn't it like yeah. you said, the natural quality exactly um raja is now the last season 11 girl standing of four who were there oh yes well we don't you know there's the game there's the matrix there's the game there's in the game within a red dot you know what i'll tell you what's now. happening that's the hunger games they're fighting for their <laughs> lives now and when one um comes <laughs> when one pulls their katniss everdeen um, they're coming back to the finale in the words of chad michaels may the odds ever be in your favor oh gosh you really try to make the happen in all stars one didn't she she really really did she's mm. working hard on that hunger games motif how do we feel? Was, this was a um, this was an episode. This was. was uh... I mean, as usual, fun performances, bad writing. Mm. I, 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 do you know what? Do you know what? I was stupid to get excited about it in the sense I thought it was going to be like some amazing tribute. Sorry, sorry. To you Coven. said you said I was stupid, and I was already nodding, and then yeah, you yeah. carried on and said, "Well, to think." I was like, "Oh, sorry, that wasn't a statement." <laughs> nine, nine times out of ten, you will be right if you agree with that statement. But you know, I was stupid to think it would be some amazing witty tribute. As per usual, lovely performances, lovely gal. Just oh, the writing. Get who a writer, are you, RuPaul. Are you, are you getting closer to anyone? Have you changed your mind about any of the queens or who are you rooting for? Talk to me about what you think. I, I just gave you a million questions there, didn't I? I yeah, and also, you, what's your favourite colour? And what's like, your favourite meal on a first date? You're like just, Chanel just, interviewing Tori Spelling. Do you remember, like, did you know that you were pregnant? Were you expecting the baby? Or were you even planning for a baby? Did you want a baby? Do you, uh, do you know okay. any babies? Chaz? Chaz? <laughs> Chaz? Chaz. Chaz Bono. Chaz? I think there's so many lovely, likable queens in this lineup that I'd be happy if it, 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 it could be anybody's game. If Kylie wins, if Raja wins, um, I still I still have this soft spot for Pandora and want her to like rise at some point, but I don't see that happening anymore. No, because next week was in the preview. Next week is a performance space to make a bit of a big deal in the preview of Pandora Can't Dance. But she might surprise us like Kylie Sneak did this week. Okay. Okay. You're you're up you're optimistic. I'm an optimistic you? person. <laughs> you're optimistic. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That's gonna happen. It's gonna be great. Absolutely. Um look, let's just see how it goes, but I mean, there's something, there's something to me, something special about all the queens that we have left. So I'm still rooting for Raja. Yeah, there's something about yeah, there's something about Raja this season there's that I really something do about like. Storyline that yeah. feels good. Yeah, yeah, and I think that she's she's remaining up there for me. Mm-hmm. I and that's it. Trinity's bringing it this season after, after a shaky start she's brought it really consistency mm. consistently she's yeah. great I think the girls are doing well so yeah. let's end it here let's yes yeah I'm cool. done I'm yeah. done I'm, I'm going over. this is the last podcast ever <laughs> everyone thank you very much for listening to Spilling the GNT podcast if you haven't yet followed us on Instagram or Twitter please do so the handles are in the description we're a growing community the right ones are there if you'd like to leave us a review please do so we love reading them it helps us get through the week it, through we this heat it helps oh. us through this heat can't wait till the rains of the weekend okay yeah. so please if you want to you can do it on podchaser.com or you can do it on the platform that you're listening to yeah. us now mm-hmm. um you know what even better tell a friend about the podcast if you if you're another drag race friend tell them about it get them hooked on we'd love to see our stats grow because we're greedy <laughs> 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 this is bolo and dr tom we'll see you guys later lots of love guys see you soon